Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I'll bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Before we start this episode, listen to G-Men. G-Men delivers nuggets of truth. They're very simple. His words on what he admires most about RM, the fearless leader of BTS. These words are the foundation of our episode. If each of you could look to the next member and just say, what is a characteristic that you admire most in that in that person? Oh, RM 형은 굉장히 상냥한 사람인 것 같아요. He said, 그분이 되게 저한테 되게 예쁘게 보이는 것 같아요. He said, um, I'm I'm kind and nice to everybody. So he said he liked he liked the part of it. I am talking to you right now from the DMZ area in Korea, overlooking North Korea. I am here because I'm doing a spotlight on RM from BTS. RM has proven that with authentic communication across cultures, amazing, positive, beautiful things can be done in life. And as I'm overlooking this area into North Korea, I'm just reminded of a simple truth, that love is a foundation for hope. Hope is a foundation for courage. Courage is a foundation for creation of beautiful things and a life fulfilled. And it all starts with love. And RM proves that incredible things can happen when you reach out to others. And I think you will find that in your own life if you are brave enough to try. My name is Stokes Nielsen. You are my friends. And this is Stokes and Friends K-pop with this. LA to the ATL. Here we are, BTS. On Westwood One with Stokes and Friends. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So there's a there's kind of kind of like a ritual when when the song starts and they shouting our names like Kim Namjoon, Min Yeokjin, Min Yoongi, BTS. This is so lit. I need a Zed shout out. What's up, guys? My name is Zed. You're listening to Stokes on Westwood One podcast. You're proving that music is without borders. Music truly transcends languages. We believe that. We are saying that um, there are some stories that only we can tell. Because you're the only people who can tell it, it's worth the pressure that comes along with the job that you've signed up for. It's worth the pressure. And I can and I can say that our fans army, like it's they are showing, they are proving us. They're proving it's not it was not wrong. I wanted to start out with that question from Zach Sang, because when he talks about borders and being able to communicate past borders, that's that's why I went to the DMZ to do this episode on RM, because I think it's so important to understand how crucial it is for this act to have RM, not, not only as a leader in the artistry of BTS, but in the ability to communicate. 
And for those of you who don't know what the DMZ means, it means demilitarized zone between South Korea and North Korea. It is currently the uh, location where uh, American officials, Korean officials, North Korean officials try to find a path forward to find peace and reunification of Korea. And as the summit is happening in Singapore, uh, the DMZ will, of course, be a big topic of conversation globally. But before we take that very interesting road trip up the road to the DMZ, I, I did sit down with RM and talk to him about what is the way to successfully be a K-pop star. And I think he answered this in a really incredible way. And so I'd like you to hear this before we get on the road. Oh, okay. This is, you know, this is, this question is quite fresh. First, always being thankful to to the fans. It's not it's not just the thing that just happens naturally. Yeah, they have to come here. They have to pay money. You know, they have to ride, a, take a bus or taxi or or their cars or or, yeah. or somebody ha has to walk. When I when I wasn't when I had this tour in Chile, uh, like I've heard that somebody some fans came from like a 18 hours away. Yeah. yeah. To, to just see us and see us perform. So the most important thing is knowing how they're, how they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Fan love. Yeah, fan love. Fan love. And that authentic sentiment from RM and the way that he is able to communicate that across cultures is one of the big powerful aspects of BTS. Well, why don't you guys get in the van with me as me and James, my courageous driver, uh, head up to the DMZ from Seoul. And on the way up, I did realize that I hadn't really told my mom what I was doing. And uh, she'd sent me this nice email uh, earlier in the day. So I wanted to at least give her, a, give her a heads up so that she wouldn't worry. I mean, going to the DMZ could be construed as not the safest decision you make in your life. Plus, I want you guys to meet Pegs. She's amazing. Here you go. My mom sent me this this email. Yeah. And uh, I'm going. <laughs> no, well, I haven't I haven't told her so because I don't want her to worry, you know. Don't but she she sent me um, an email because she had listened to my podcast. You know, I'm checking on her health. She's such a uh, She's a very amazing woman, Mr. Bong. Yeah. And uh, she's fighting cancer and... Uh, oh, my God. No, yeah, she's fighting cancer, but... Uh, I'm sorry. But she's got yeah. this uh, amazing attitude. She's very positive. So and, brave, and She's very brave. And I think that positivity is yeah. helpful, so helpful when you're fighting cancer. Hey, Mom. Hey, honey. How are you? You'll never guess what just happened. What? I'm sitting here watching Chopped, and this commercial comes on. It's an LG commercial for a phone, uh -huh. and it's it's BTS. It's the seven guys. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, couldn't happen to seven nicer dudes. Well, I could tell that from the interview. So I wanted to uh, give you a heads up. First of all, I read your email and it was really great. And I'm, I'm with my driver in Seoul. I want to introduce you to Mr. Bong, James Bong. 
who is who is my driver. Mr. Bong, can you tell my mom where you're taking me right now? Hi, Peggy. Nice to meet you. I am James. Mr. Bong. Yeah. Hello. Lovely voice. Where are you going? Uh, now we are on the way to DMZ watching North Korean all territories. Oh my goodness. Uh, don't worry about it. Very, very peaceful area, all area. Don't worry about it. Well, do not do anything that is foolish. I'm not going to do anything that's foolish. This will undoubtedly become part of a podcast. Oh. Of course. Okay, Mom. Well, I just well, wanted to give you a heads up and also just say thank you so much for the email. It just really meant a lot. It meant a lot to me to listen. I listened to all of them. Oh, wow. And the one the one in which you told the influence of Dad was very touching. Well, I love you, and please send me a tag. Life is an adventure, honey. And I, I understand the rush that comes from that because I lived it for 40 years. I love the fact that this podcast has been listened to so much and the fact that Pegs is listening to it. Please, if you get a chance, subscribe, rate, and comment because that really helps to keep BTS up on the podcast charts. So thank you so much for that. I want to go back to the interview because I really want to dig into the artistry side of RM as we're on the road to the DMZ. My man came out to his solo part in the show with a whale. Whale, yeah. With a a whale. Mm -hmm. You know that somebody's got some serious artistic credibility when he incorporates a whale into his routine. I mean, I I was blown away. I was (laughs) like, that's incredible, man. Um, I want to ask you, were you inspired by other artists, either for your live show or the right. upcoming uh, recording, mm-hmm. um, were you inspired by other artists to uh, in your music? Of course, you know, I I always get inspired by, you know, like, there's a playlist, like, I'm currently listening to. Mm. There's, you know, there are rock bands, there are R&B, some singers, yeah. rappers, of course. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's who rules my world, who's been ruling my world for, like, a for like a half decay, like five years, it's mm. always been Drake. Ah. I think he broke some you know, those serious prejudices in, mm. in the music industry. Mm. Like, you know, like somebody, you know, like call it soft rappers and, you know, like melodies, but he actually taught me to, actually he, I think he showed me like, like the new world for, mm. in the music. And I, I, I'm definitely sure that he really, you know, uh, he makes, I mean, he made some, some new world, yeah, mm. in, in the rap, in, in the rap things and in this music. Mm. So I always res- show my respect and love to him, and I'm still, still being inspired by Jesse. Yeah. It's really important with this podcast to give the perspective of Army. And so joining me again this week, so lucky to have her on the Stokes and Friends team, Alicia from Brentwood, Tennessee. And we're going to dig into another aspect of RM here. Getting to know BTS and you're and you're, you're meeting these guys and you meet RM, he's the leader. He's got this thing where he's just great at connecting people. I mean, it's almost like a mayor. 
Like a mayor? Like a, like a, like a, like, like he hits the room and he's connecting with this person and this person Mm -hmm. and he's shaking hands with this guy and he's hugging this guy and he's like, oh man, so great to see Mm -hmm. you. I mean, his public image is just great because he can like connect with other people through like um, the way he like tackles like a situation. Right. The guy could be president of South Korea one day. Yeah, like, I see that. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, the guy just has a real kind of diplomatic, diplomatic, a healthy confidence, and also a real ability to connect with whoever he's talking to. Yeah. Whether it's just me and you, NRM talking to us, or if RM is in front of ninety thousand people at the Satama Dome in Tokyo, mm-hmm. it's 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 such a gift. It really is. I feel like as a rapper, you kind of like develop that gift. Yeah. Because um, as a rapper, when you are trying to like communicate what you're trying to feel, like you have this sort of like diplomatic way that you are um, trying to perceive yourself and your emotions. Agreed. Because I think it's the power of like the spoken word. Yes. Right. Yes. So when you talk about the power of the spoken word, I must tell you there are some images that words cannot capture the power of. And I had that moment when I arrived to the DMZ and I saw underneath the barbed wire of the DMZ thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of ribbons. And on these ribbons were messages from Koreans who were separated, separated from the South and the North, families who have been separated, And these messages were messages of hope and love to their other family members that they have been separated from for many years. And I can say there were no words. There are no words that can capture that. I'm just going to take you to that moment with uh, me and James next to those ribbons of hope. And what made this even more powerful is on the way up, James told me that his mother and father had fled North Korea and uh, he has never seen his cousins. Could this be from people who had relatives yeah. on the other side? Exactly. Mm. Oh, English, right? Yeah. So I want to read this one right now. When petals fall, uh-huh. when birds fly, My family will give me wishes that fly. I need my family fair and square. I want my family happy fair and square. I need them back. Heart, love. I want Papa and Mommy together again. I wish this for you to see. Thank you for reading this. April 17th, 2018. And Mr. Bong, this must be important for you when you see this because of your yeah. family. Yeah, <laughs> my family also live in somewhere <laughs> there. In North Korea. Yeah, when I was visiting here, oh, yes. my, my heart so break. <laughs> yes, yeah. 10 million people has some family in there. 10 million yeah. Koreans Never met are separated. Yeah. I will say when you see this, when you see these ribbons, it moves your heart. Yeah. 
It moves your heart. Mm. Separation, non-communication. And that's what's at stake when people don't reach out or can't reach out to each other. And it's why it's so crucial to have artists like RM, like BTS, that reach out. To me, it's no mistake that this group comes from Korea, a place where families intimately know the heartache of separation and non-communication. And from this country is born an act that is communicating across cultures, borders, languages, seamlessly. And a lot of credit goes to RM. When I got back from the DMZ, I got to spend some time with another artist that has these characteristics. His name is Jay from Day Six. RM is an example of a new type of artist that is emerging in Korea. And Jay talked about it. I think it's really important to hear that there's a new generation that values fearlessly reaching out across divides. I think our generation, I mean, I'm sure older generations or or generations back uh, have done a phenomenal job as well. Mm. But I feel like our generation is a generation that's really starting to reach out and being able to genuinely touch the international community through verbal interaction, yeah. through SNS interaction, mm-hmm. through physical interaction when we meet at fan meets overseas, mm-hmm. you know? So I think, I think everyone right now in the international community that speaks English mm-hmm. or even doesn't, mm-hmm. I feel like they're making a conscious effort to be able to reach out and be able to touch the public. There's RM speaking Japanese seamlessly in front of a arena full of Japanese music lovers. He's speaking English seamlessly. He's speaking other languages. He's inspiring people across the world. But RM isn't just inspiring music lovers. He's inspiring his own members. True leadership. My buddy Ralphie from WPLJ asked RM about leadership. And I think the answer and the reaction of the other guys is telling. RM, I'm curious, how did you become the leader? Um, I hope I can answer this by, because uh, I'm the oldest, but I'm, actually I'm not the oldest. But <laughs> I, just, I just got here, you know, I think I'm the, I'm the like, a original member for this. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that's yeah, why. I'm our here. leader. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. He's so best. Cute. Yeah. Thanks for crowding me. Is there a special relationship with another one of the guys that is kind of talked about? among the the army Ratman and Jungkook okay because Jungkook is considered like the youngest Mm. and the one who's like always looking up to the others and he looks up to Ratman as his inspiration his leadership skills and also his like rapping skills and Ratman like helps him with that and um really talks to him about I guess whatever issues he has yeah so I think it's more like um, a bigger brother and a younger brother relationship between those two. And we like usually talk about that. And there's a picture that I took in Fukuoka, Japan during the performance that I'm going to post on my Twitter. And I want you guys to check out because it's Jungkook looking at RM in that way. 
as someone who looks up to somebody and then you see RM's face and he's just smiling. He's just got this look of joy uh, on his face. You can tell he's inspiring Jungkook and inspiring a lot of other people. I'm going to finish this with just one last interview, one of the last things that RM says. And he's talking about openness in music, but I, I just, as he's talking about it, I want you guys to just consider he's really talking about a philosophy that extends beyond music. And that's the reason why he can reach so many people. When I listen to music, I don't think it's like, okay, this is rock. Okay, this is metal. This is R&B. This yeah. is, I'm, I'm, I'm not kind of a person who always, you know, Defines and defines, you know, which genre is this music? It's mm. kind of like that. So, mm. I think that's what's important for me. So, I'm still, I'm still open to, you know, many things. Well, I'm gnawing the last pork bits off of this incredible pork ribs at one of my favorite Korean barbecue places in Seoul. I'm about to head to Japan to catch my flight back to LAX. It has been a amazing trip. And I want to thank all of you guys for hanging with me on this. Thank you for all your comments. Thank you for listening. And I just want to let you know, I feel so lucky to do this, and it's because of you that I'm able to do this. If you get a chance, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. That would really be great. And I read every single one of them and um, use them as guide maps for future episodes. Leaving Seoul, Korea. Magical. Amazing. And heading back to the States. And I actually can't wait. I can't wait to be home. My name is Stokes Nielsen. You are my friends. And this is our podcast. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Zach Sang Show. Yes. Hey, Backstreet Boys. Oh, good How many people today alone have gone to you? Backstreet's back. All right. A lot. Every news article uh, I see is that. We've been going 25 years nonstop. So it's like yeah. Backstreet Boys never left. No. We've been here Don't call it a comeback. It's a trip. We've been here for years. Zach Sang Show. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free. Free. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.